Welcome to the latest edition of Dad at Home. I'm Brian, and I am your stay-at-home dad buddy. This show is about life as a full-time parent. I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old, sorry, two-and-a-half-month-old daughter, as well as a first-grade daughter. And right from the top, I'll say this is not a no-girls-allowed show. Um, as a stay-at-home dad, even for just a couple of months now, I've become more aware of um, exclusive language in parenting, and um, I think you guys all know what I'm talking about, but things like mommy and me or the different kinds of, uh, you know, group names that just pretend dads don't exist uh, can be kind of frustrating. So I don't want that to be at all uh, anything that this show is associated with, because while I absolutely believe that men and women have different abilities and different strengths, um, at the end of the day, when it comes to parenting, we're all in the trenches together. We can all learn from each other, and uh, I hope that's uh, what you get out of this show. I wanted to give you a brief introduction to me and my family and kind of how I came to be a stay-at-home dad. You may have noticed that even though I've got a first grader, I've said I've only been a stay-at-home dad for a couple of months, and that's because the first time around, my wife was the one that stayed home and was able to do the full-time parenting thing. Now, seven years ago, when my daughter was, my first daughter was small, um, I we were very fortunate in my employment that I was actually working from home. Um, so I was around a lot, but, um, you know, I was, when you're, when you're working even from home, you can't be involved in taking care of the, the details from minute to minute like the full-time parent role needs to be. And for our family, it was it was a pretty comfortable situation. Um, we called it a comfortable rut, though, because we didn't really see any future for our family based on the uh, the part of the country we were living in and, and the career trajectory available and things like that. And side note, as I'm recording, you might hear the little, littlest one uh, grumbling in the background, but she's okay. So what we ended up doing was uh, jumping our comfortable rut and moving across the country to Alaska and um, established ourselves in an amazing little tiny fishing community here in South Central Alaska. I spent some time in retail management and then returned to banking and did uh, some banking uh, supervisory work here in town. And uh, during January of 2016, my wife and I made a big decision. After trying for several years um, to have another child, we had not been successful, and so we pursued uh, an adoption. And so we spent the entirety of 2017 uh, just completely eyeballs deep in paperwork and adoption, uh, things like that. And we've been very, very fortunate. In November, we were placed with our newest daughter, and um, she came home with us uh, a few weeks later. One of the things about adoption is that uh, the timeline is always up in the air. You never know how long it's going to take. could take, um, you know, which in, in our case, it took about 11, 12 months. And, um, but it could take several years, depending on the type of adoption and uh, lots of other factors. We can talk a lot about adoption later if you want to. That might be a show idea for the future. But um, what that means for us is that we had to make some pretty quick decisions about what our household was going to look like once the baby came home. Obviously, we had kind of discussed these ideas in the run-up to, um, you know, receiving a placement. Um, but in November, it was it was time to, you know, make that decision. And what we decided for our family is that we knew we felt very strongly about 
one of us being able to stay home full time with the kids. Um, we'd noticed as our daughter had been in first grade, I felt bad missing out some of the little tiny things, you know, like a morning assembly or um, things like that. And, and we were unable to enroll our daughter in different activities and things like that because we simply didn't have the the you know, the time to, to get her different places or things like that. Then of course, child care is a <laughs> child care. I don't know. Is that the slip of the tongue there? Child care is extremely expensive. Uh, I, I think no matter where you go. Um, but, uh, in, in our particular town, it's a very tiny place and child care is not widely available. And what is there is, you know, pretty expensive. So we knew when we brought our newest baby home that, we didn't want to pay for two kids to be taken care of full time and and not spend the the time with the kids and things like that. And it just came down to, okay, what makes the most sense for our family? Who's going to stay home? I'll say a big chunk of that decision was financial. Um, my wife was making more money than me at the time and had more opportunity to continue growing that than I did in my particular position at that moment. And so, you know, that was a big factor. And secondly, I was really looking forward to the idea of being able to be the one who was that full-time caregiver. I missed out on that the first time around, and we kind of joked amongst each other that, you know, it was maybe my turn. It was the first time around was uh, my wife's turn. Second time, uh, I get to do it. And who knows how long um, this will continue. Maybe it'll go on for a few years until, uh, you know, the youngest one is in school, or maybe we'll just continue having me at home full time. Obviously, I'm looking in different ways to make money on the side. I think that's a pretty common thing for at home full time parents. Um, but so far, it's working great. And it's uh, a new for me. And, and hopefully we can learn together as I get used to this new role. And that's why I'm doing the show. Let's change gears here and do a recommendation. I was going to say it's an app recommendation, but it's more of a service. It's called Keepsake and it's spelled with a Q for uniqueness, I guess. Keepsake calls itself the text message baby journal, and it's a pretty simple idea, but it definitely speaks to me as a dad. Basically, what Keepsake does is send you a text message every now and then as you go through your life with a simple question about your kid. Um, you know, for example, like, what is one tiny detail about Annabelle that you love? Or, you know, what is a tradition that you have in your family that such and so seems to really enjoy? Um, things like that. Then whenever you have time, you just respond to this text message. It's kind of a conversational question. You just write back. Keepsake keeps all of your responses and puts them in your account. And then after a while, uh, whenever you want to, you can, um, you know, print this out as a book. They offer that service, or you can just go back and look at it, go into your account. You can send pictures to them. You can do milestones and you don't even have to wait for them to message you a question. If you just want to, you know, put in a blurb or you had a thought, you can just text that number and it'll save it for you. Of course, I know there are a ton of different ways to gather and store these memories. Um, the unique thing of, of the, the text message thing was kind of cool to me. It just kind of gives you a chance to interact that way um, without having to go to an app and remember to fill something in or go to that book that someone got you at your baby shower and write in it. Um, because I, I, if you're like me, you're really bad at remembering to do those kinds of things. Keep is a free service, but it does have some premium levels that you can choose to add on. If you want more frequent questions 
or more photo storage or things like that. If you'd like a free trial of all of these premium features, you can go to keep.dadathome.com. That's keep.dadathome.com. There's no www in the front. And you'll get a free trial of all of the extra bells and whistles that you can get with Keepsake. When the free trial's over, you can continue on with the free level or see, uh, you know, subscribe to those premium features as you like. That's keep.dadathome.com for a free trial of premium Keepsake. And finally, today, I wanted to do a segment about connecting with other parents. I think this is an idea that we'll probably come back to um, several times throughout the show. But one of the things that I hear so frequently from stay-at-home parents um, is that it it can create a feeling of isolation. This is especially true for full-time dads because there are so few of us. I didn't even realize, like, how rare we are in the grand scheme of things. As a side note, I was searching my library's electronic uh, library book collection that has like hundreds of thousands of books in it. And I searched for the phrase stay at home dad to see if there are any relevant books or audiobooks that I might want to take advantage of. I got back zero, zero results for stay at home dad. I was like, what? I can't even believe that. I mean, parenting is such an often written about topic. You would think somebody would have like filled that niche a little bit, or niche if you prefer. I understand that that particular library's collection does not comprise the entirety of written words, but um, I I just couldn't believe there was nothing. Anyway, back to the topic. Connecting with people is so important for your own mental health, um, and it is harder for dads, but it's not impossible. You know, it's 2018, and the unfortunate thing is that even though um, the idea of being a stay-at-home dad is, is... I feel like maybe, or at least maybe in in my world, less of a strange thing. Um, there, uh, it's an unfortunate thing that there will always be a gender layer to pretty much everything you do. Like ninety nine point nine percent of the the other parents that I interact with on a given basis are moms, and it's easy to make friends that way. But if a couple of moms are hanging out on the playground and then want to go get coffee together or want to go you know, hang out and do whatever, they can just do that. It's fine. Not so for a mom and a dad, unfortunately. And I mean, we can talk about whether that should or shouldn't be or all the different factors that go into that. Um, But the fact is, that's just the way it is. So you got to find ways to connect with people in, in a way that, you know, works for you and works for your life. So find play groups, find parent groups, find, you know, morning music things. Um, And as a dad, you, you've unfortunately got this extra thing where, you know, sometimes you even feel like you have to ask permission to go. With that being said, now your mileage may vary depending on where you live, but every time I've asked any organizer of any group or any event, like, hey, is this something that like I could come to? I have always been overwhelmingly welcomed. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Come on out. Oh, we'd love to see you there. Um, things like that, even with something insensitively named mommy and me. And, you know, it's not that the people who are making up this thing are trying to be exclusive. It's just that they don't even realize that the language is exclusive, ironically. And that's just about gentle education, I think. Anytime you do something that people can see, but they don't know a lot about, 
you become a de facto educator about it, whether you want to be or not. This is true about adoption, for example. If you tell someone that you are adopting or have adopted, you get to hear every ignorant thing that people have to say about adoption. Like, not malicious things, almost exclusively, but like, you know, just things that they didn't know and that you, as someone involved in that world, knows about. And you have kind of a responsibility to unignorant them. Now, sometimes you just make the calculated decision to not deal with that or just ignore it. I'm just going to live my life uh, and not worry about that. But sometimes it, it can be helpful to just kind of raise the bar of everyone around you of like, okay, this is this is a thing that you need to know more about. And I'm not going to say I'm an expert at something I've been doing for two months. But with the Mommy and Me group, for example, I just pointed out, hey, that the people, the crowd is a lot more welcoming than the name is. And maybe just pointing that out will change how that particular event is shared and talked about in the parenting community. And so people who aren't quite as forward as me uh, might feel more welcome. Because there might be other dads who are looking at that saying like, well, I guess that's not for me, when that's actually not the case at all. And finally, there's the online community. There's a lot of bad to be found online, but I have heard that the stay-at-home dad community can be very supportive and it's a great thing to get plugged into. I will admit, I have not connected with any stay-at-home dad online communities yet, but it's something that I might look into as I continue on with this this thing that I'm doing. You should check it out too. Okay, seriously, last thing for today. I've got some exciting news for the show. A couple of things. First, I um, just got dadathome.com and dadathome.ca. So that'll be the online home for the show. Also, you can find Dad at Home on podcast catchers everywhere now. Um, we're on the iTunes store. We're on Google Play store. Um, search it in your favorite podcatcher. Look for Dad at Home and uh, subscribe to the show there. Also, this is a brand new baby thing. So if you find me on there, uh, I'd love to get a review, like one. You could be my first one. Make it a five-star. That'd be great. Um, tell me what I'm doing right. And uh, then privately, you know, you can tell me what I'm doing wrong. Don't do that on the reviews. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you can always call into the show. If you use Anchor.fm, it's an app on your smartphone, you can call into the show. I might even put you on the show if you want me to. Um, that would be fantastic. That's the best way to get me feedback on this show right now is through the Anchor app. Soon I will be setting up email addresses and different things like that. But check out the show, dadathome.com, dadathome.ca if you're Canadian or if you just feel like it. Both uh, addresses will take you to the same place. It's just that the .ca will be slightly more polite. And don't forget keep.dadathome.com if you want to check out Keepsake. Okay, that's it for today. I'm Brian. Thanks for listening and come back next time.